It's the top of the hour here at St. Charles Borromeo Catholic Church in Southeast Minnesota. I'm Father Tim Bierne, along with Matt Wilkham of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, Director of Communications. Thanks for staying with us for Real Presence Live. Before we head into our next segment, I want to invite you to visit our website, realpresenceradio.com. That's realpresenceradio.com for even more great content. There you can listen to programming from your local area and find a podcast if you missed one of the daily shows, submit a prayer intention, and see the latest cancellations and announcements that are coming with the coronavirus precautions. Be sure to check it out, realpresenceradio.com. We're blessed this morning to have one of the experts with Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota uh, with us by phone. Uh, I call her an expert because I know her personally. I've known her for quite some time. In fact, their family uh, homestead, uh, well in their family for well over 100 years, is is probably within a few miles of our family homestead, within our family for well over 100 years. So without further ado, we welcome Lisa Kramer, Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota. Welcome, Lisa. Thanks, Father Greer, and it's good to be with you. Great to have you here. Uh, first of all, I, I know a little bit about you, but our listeners don't. So why don't you share with us a little bit about yourself? Okay, I'd be happy to do that. I work with um, Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota, and I work specifically in the Worthington Deanery, which is six counties, the very southwestern part of Minnesota. The counties include Rock, Pipestone, Murray, Nobles, Cottonwood, and Jackson. And my role is um, coordinator of parish social ministry. So basically, I work with all the parishes here in southwest Minnesota and try to help them develop social ministries that would help those in need. And also, I do a lot of education about Catholic social teaching. And as you know, I've worked in church ministry for well more than 20 years now, uh, mostly in faith formation and a few churches in this area. And I have an educational background um, in theology and got a master's degree in servant leadership from Viterbo University in La Crosse. So I use that um, part of my education a lot in the work that I do now. And when I was in the process of doing my education, which kind of did a little later in life, I wasn't sure how I would be using it, but I've since learned very well that God has plans, and basically I'm just trying to keep up. <laughs> so I've had some experiences of traveling um, to a variety of places in the world, including Guatemala and Mexico, and spent some time on several Native American reservations. And through those experiences and others, I've found myself just drawn into issues of justice, and especially the issues of poverty and immigration. And I'm also a professed member of the Secular Franciscan Order, so my work with Catholic social teachings and um, justice issues really fits into my Franciscan spirituality. As you work in Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota in the southwest part of the diocese and southwest part of the state, and, and you acknowledge that it's the Worthington Deanery, but certainly there are other parishes besides Worthington uh, within those boundaries, yet Worthington seems to be uh, front and center, not only locally, but um, really statewide. It has become uh, more noticed in Minnesota. Why is that, Lisa? Well, ab- absolutely. We kind of stepped into the um, the realm of things here when it comes to the COVID outbreak. Our area, particularly Nobles County, has been very hard hit, and Worthington is located in Nobles County. And I always, I always like to tell people that, interestingly enough, Worthington 
is the most diverse city in the state of Minnesota. We have more than 60% of our pop, of the population of Worthington is people of color, and that is mostly Latino, but we also have a variety of people from other places, um, most notably probably our countries in Africa and Asia. And it was about a month ago that we had a tremendous upsurge in cases of COVID here in Nobles County. And with that kind of began in the JBS meatpacking plant, as it has in many other places in those kinds of um, environments. So from in a few short weeks, we went from a few cases in Nobles County to over 1,600. And we have had six COVID-related deaths in Nobles County. Excuse me. Per capita, Nobles County has been the hardest hit in the state. So right now we find that things have leveled off a bit when it comes to new cases. But those that are most affected have probably been our immigrant populations because they're the ones working in like agribusiness facilities and farms and other essential jobs where they don't have the luxury of social distancing and taking other precautions. And so as they continue to struggle with setbacks because of job loss and loss of hours and income, we also find that many of those folks do not qualify for other kinds of assistance like government assistance. We're listening to Lisa Kramer here on Real Presence Live. Uh, she is with Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota, um, explaining to us some of the challenges and difficulties that COVID-19 has brought specifically to the Worthington community. And I want to uh, get back to, a, uh, you had made a statement, and I wanted to make sure that our listeners heard that percentage. Uh, that percentage is, did you say 60% are immigrants? Is that correct? Yeah, Current and I, immigrants? I, I believe that that actual percentage is a little bit old. I, I like to say it's more than 60%, and I don't know exactly what it is today because it's always changing. But I think that over 60% of the population is, is um, people of color. Now, I'm not an epidemiologist. We've been blessed. Uh, Matt and I have been blessed to have... Um, one actually on air with us at the very beginning of this um, pandemic, and one of the uh, one of the statements that has been made is that this certainly hurts um, those that are, um, you know, living in difficult situations and uh, that have uh, not the means that others that. Uh, perhaps would have that access to health care and whatnot. What are those challenges at this time for those that find themselves within an immigrant community, uh, such as Worthington, for health care, for, for uh, proper housing, for food? How is Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota and, uh, and you assisting in that regard? Well, you know, we've been um, working with the immigrant populations here for a long time now, and it was back in, I think, early 2017, I was working with Father Jim Callahan at St. Mary's Catholic Church in Worthington, and we decided we needed to develop a network, you know, organizations, individuals who worked with or concerned with the plight of the immigrant communities and those issues that you just mentioned that they always struggle with. And at that particular time, we were hearing from a lot of the families that we knew about increasing fears of deportation and family separation. So what we wanted to do was to gather people who were concerned to find ways we could support those communities. And that was the beginning of an organization that's pretty informal, but we now call it 
the Worthington Area Immigrant Advocate. And currently that, that organization has grown and we've been meeting together pretty much on a monthly basis for like three years now. Um, the last few weeks, <laughs> few months, we've been meeting on a weekly basis on Zoom. But that organization involves different faith communities. We have immigration attorneys who help us out and are part of our representation. We have representatives that are part of the educational and mental health care organizations in the area, um, people from workers' unions, immigrant organizations. We've had staff from our elected officials and also just concerned citizens and immigrants. So really when this COVID outbreak started in Nobles County, it was a godsend that we actually had this network of people already. And we were able to have organizations and individuals who were ready to spring into action just immediately. Um, I can address a few of the needs that we've seen here in the last month or so. The first thing we responded to was the need for food, because many of the people who were quarantined with COVID were not able to get out to the store to purchase groceries, or maybe didn't have the luxury of having um, a credit card so they could order from and have delivered from the grocery store. So we had many volunteers who worked to deliver food to those people who were quarantined in their homes. And there were two major organizations that were working with us on that ministry, and that was our Sharing Seeds Feeding Ministry, which kind of evolved out of um, the um, First Lutheran Church in Worthington, and also Our Lady of Guadalupe Free Clinic, which has been uh, had an organization helping people with health care needs who are uninsured over 10 or 12 years now. So they worked together with us and supplemental. We did things like we sent supplemental food home um, with those who were already getting school lunches at pickup sites during the school year, even when school wasn't actually in session but was virtual. And actually those meals are continuing to be available through the summer, and we are continuing to give supplemental food to those families. Um, There was a few weeks when there were drive-up pantries that were set up in churches where people could stop by and just take the groceries that were needed. And a couple weeks ago, there was several huge food distributions that were sponsored by a variety of organizations, like Second Harvest Heartland, St. Mary's Church, JBS Plant, and there were many others as well. And I think we had over a 1,000 families that were able to get food at those distributions, like a significant amount of food to help them out. So currently... We are probably seeing the request for food assistance decline, but we're seeing other needs increase. There are great needs indeed in southwest Minnesota, and especially in the Worthington area, where Lisa Kramer from Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota, you just highlighted uh, the fact that it has been at the center of this COVID-19 outbreak, especially with the meatpacking plants, uh, other plants around the listening area, Sioux Falls and other places have been similarly affected. Uh, We're going to take a real quick break. We're going to step back for just a moment. And we're on the other side, we're going to talk more with Lisa Kramer about what Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota is doing to help these people and who are so essential to our life here in the United States with the food chain, the uh, the food supply, that is, uh, supply chain. But but also as brothers and sisters, uh, you know, we're, we're all in the same human family, uh, no matter the skin color. And so we want to do whatever we can to support those. And we're going to find out how we can 
come along Catholic Charities in Southern Minnesota to do so. Right after this, you're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Tim Buren. We're broadcasting live from the Church of St. Charles Borromeo in St. Charles, Minnesota on a Monday morning. Stay tuned. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Does someone who takes their own life automatically go to hell? I'm Father Chris Alar. In 1993, my grandmother took her life, and for years I carried this burden because she committed a grave sin and had no time to repent. But the Church states that certain mental conditions may reduce the responsibility of one who takes their own life. You are only eternally lost if you die in an unrepentant state of mortal sin. And for a sin to be mortal, three conditions must be present— And one of those conditions is complete free will. I don't believe many people freely want to take their life, so there is hope for their salvation. To learn more, please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. It's live. It's local. It's engaging. It's what radio was meant to be. It's Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Tim Buren here at the Church of St. Charles Borromeo in St. Charles, Minnesota. 17 minutes past the hour, we've been speaking with Lisa Kramer from Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota here on the show about the situation in our Diocese of Winona, Rochester, the the southwest part of the state uh, in the Worthington area where she is stationed. Uh, Lisa Kramer, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Lisa, uh, recently I was at the grocery store here in town, and I was pleasantly surprised to discover that our meat prices have gone back down to, I think, what they were pre-COVID time, um, quite surprisingly. Why should that actually concern me? Well, because uh, our meat packing, our meat processing plants are back in action, and we continue to be concerned about the safety of the workers, and they continue to be concerned as well. 
Um, so we're doing what we can to work with those folks and with those organizations to make sure that they're taking all the precautions they can to um, bring the food safely to the stores and, most importantly, safety for the workers. Um, but that and continues to be a challenge because that people was the want route the food I, I, they don't. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you, Lisa. That was the route I was actually going. Um, I and I I like what Matt said as we left uh, for the break that our brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to make sure that we're reaching out to everyone and and making sure that everyone feels safe and everyone feels that they have a voice because these are times that none of us have ever been prepared for. And so the very fact that I can find meat in the local grocery store reasonably does not mean that there's not concern for the health and well-being of brothers and sisters throughout the Diocese of Winona, uh, Rochester, and also throughout the listening area. So that's kind of the point I was getting at. So uh, significantly in um, in Southern Minnesota, Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota is, is joining others to provide the support what you have uh, alluded to, but our listeners can also help. How can they help? How can they partner with you? Well, I'd just like to mention some of the things that we're doing. Like I already talked about, we're, we're partnering with other organizations and churches in the area to work together to identify and meet needs. And part of that is identifying needs and trying to look a little bit into the future to see what the needs are going to be as opposed to what they are now. And as I already mentioned, it seems like the, the request for food is kind of leveled off and maybe dropped a little, but one of the newest issues we are seeing right now are people who are just having a really difficult time paying essential bills like rent and utilities because of the loss of jobs or loss of hours or significant loss of income in the past few months. And much of our immigrant population, just they just don't qualify for things like stimulus checks and unemployment. So again, in some ways, they are the folks who are struggling the most to just make ends meet. It was a few weeks back that I received a couple calls. I think they were just a day apart. One was from a young man who was concerned about this particular issue, people not getting help and not being able to pay their bills. And he wanted to donate his own stimulus check, which he claimed he didn't need, and he just wanted to use it to help others. And then I received another call from a couple in the diocese who wanted also to help these families that were struggling. So... Those calls were the inspiration for us to set up what we are calling the Worthington Deanery COVID Relief Fund, and this fund is set up to offer up to $500 per household, and we help specifically with rent or utilities for people who don't qualify for other assistance like unemployment or stimulus money and people who live here in our Worthington Deanery. And it isn't just immigrants. That's, the fund is open to anybody who meets those qualifications. And I always like to think about it, um, that we're always doing our best to try to respond to the needs that are being expressed by the people. So right now this fund is fully um, funded by donations, and we've taken in over $9,000 in our donations since the first one in May 21st, but we've already helped families with over $5,000 in the payment of rent and utilities. So the first check were sent out to offer assistance on June 11th. So that money is going out very quickly, and there's a great need for people to get that help. And we believe that the needs for this particular fund are going to go on for some time. So our prayer is that we're able to offer help to as many families as possible through the generosity of, of others. 
We're speaking this morning with Lisa Kramer from Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota about the situation in the Worthington, Minnesota deanery in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, and the many immigrant families that are a part of these communities that have jobs there that help to keep our economy going, keep, keep us all fed, and how we can help in, in the face of challenges that they are faced with regarding the COVID-19 pandemic and how this virus continues to circulate and run its course. We can, it seems, do little about that, but we can do something to help these people. Uh, mm-hmm. Lisa, what, what can listeners do to help, to come alongside Catholic Charities to help these folks? Well, I think no matter where we live, we can find ways to support those who are struggling the most in our specific communities right now. And if you live in another area, you can check with your local area Catholic Charities or your diocese or even your local parish just to see what efforts are being made locally. Um, Our efforts here are supported by Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota. And I'll give you that website, but I believe it will also be shared on your website. Um, Our website is www.ccsomn.org. And if people wish to donate to our efforts in southwestern Minnesota, those those donations can be sent to Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota. And that address is 111 Market Street, Suite 2, Post Office Box 379, Winona, Minnesota. And the zip code is 55987. And it's really important that if people want to donate to the Worthington COVID Relief Fund, they indicate that on the memo line. So when the check is received, they know where to designate it. And if people would like to contact me for more information, my email is lkramer, and that's Kramer, K-R-E-M-E-R. So lkramer at ccsomn.org. And it's also important that we remember to pray our brothers and sisters in need and just remember that the poor really do live among us i like to encourage people to get to know their neighbors especially those in need and especially those of another culture and in hearing stories and getting to know and care about them i believe we are truly living christ's mandate to care for the poor Um, we need to learn more about the social teachings of the catholic church which we are mandated as catholics to try to live and Remember that we all have struggles in these difficult times, but even in our own struggles, it's important to remember that we still need to do what we can to just offer a support and assistance to other folks. Certainly, there are many silver linings with COVID-19, and one of the silver linings, Lisa, that you have pointed out to us is a reteaching and a relearning of the corporal works of mercy and the necessity to live them out actively within our local communities. And so wherever a listener is at this moment, there are needs in their community as well. And the fact that you pointed out, you know, search out Catholic charities within their location, it's a certainly a huge benefit. And one of the things that I appreciate about you, Lisa, um, the ministry that you have there specifically now, which is, of course, highlighted in Worthington because of the location of a meatpacking plant, uh, many of the fa- families that are involved in that workplace, however, 
live in smaller communities within, you know, 45 miles and even an hour drive. And so we have to remember that as well. So, so your work with Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota is not just Worthington. It's, um, it's you know, Lakefield, it's Jackson, it's Laverne, it's Pipestone uh, and beyond. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. Yeah, we, we are very concerned also in our smaller communities, knowing that they have their own struggles and also people who live within them or near them who rely on assistance or, or could really use some help. Lisa Kramer joining us from Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota this morning on Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Tim Biren. And Lisa, just a couple minutes here left before we have to let you go. Let's talk a little bit about your own faith and what, how that motivates you in what you do with Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota. Well, I think, you know, I have, I have, I'm actually a convert to the Catholic Church. Father Tim will remember when I came into the church. It was kind of when he was going through seminary. <laughs> um, but I think that from the very beginning of my Catholic journey, I realized that it wasn't, um, for me at least, it was something that had needed to be very active, which is also what drew me into the Franc- secular Franciscan order. And then, you know, things just kind of unfold. And, and my experiences in the past led me to care and experience things in other countries with, with people who were living in poverty there. And then eventually drew me back to Worthington, where we had a, a lot of Guatemalan immigrants, and I'd never met a Guatemalan outside of, of Guatemala until I started working in the Worthington area. So I, because I often work with immigrants who are loving and caring, and both of them very good Catholic people who live their faith as well as any of us and are always an inspiration to my faith, I just think it's important for us to consider them and also to look at the many scripture verses that tell us how we should treat those who are not, who are strangers in our land, who are not um, citizens, not, um, weren't born here. But um, there's a lot of scripture verses that talk about that, and I think it's important for us to take those into consideration in our personal faith life. You're absolutely correct, Lisa Kramer. Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota joining us this morning about how we can help those in need in, during this COVID-19 pandemic, especially those who are on the front lines in, in helping us keep ourselves fed here in this country. And, and, and just, I just want to, I, I mean, you're, you're just an inspiration to me, Lisa, uh, your work with these immigrants. I, I've, I work in communications for the diocese, but you guys are really boots on the ground there in, in Southern Minnesota, Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota. So I just want to thank you for your work. CCSOMN.org is the website. And your email again is L Kramer. That's L-K-R-E-M-E-R at CCSOMN.org if people want to get a hold of you personally uh, to find out how they can help. Again, Lisa Kramer, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. God bless you all for what you're doing. God bless you. Up next, we'll take a look at stewardship and the importance of giving even during this time, especially during this time. Stay tuned to Real Presence Live.